Nathan Frederick Hindmarsh. Or Heinemarsh to his friends. Just Nathan to us. Retires this weekend. And Nathan, what will we miss about you? DC Chapman, take it away. He was an effective, relentless workhorse. Every game. He had hair. Lots of hair. But sometimes none. And sometimes lots. But never any on his promise crack. The coin slot. I don't have another use in his The bike rack. <laughs> there we go. The moon was out regularly. But so was his effort. Every game for 80 minutes. And sometimes 60. <laughs> sometimes 67. You knew that Nathan you... Hindmarsh would give you a big what for. Or 100%. 100%. Has there been a better defender who does a tackle, then does another tackle, and then does another, and then tackle. Does another tackle 50 or 60 times every single game? And then sometimes break the quarter back. That's still pretty Generally good. Generally 50 or 60 tackles. And 100 metres every game. The motor on the man. He once said... You just gotta keep moving. You just gotta keep. He probably said it twice. You gotta keep moving. That's three times. He must have a Briggs and Stratton under the hood. I don't know what that is, but it sounds impressive. He had an awkward stride. He hit in the clear and just weren't sure whether he was actually running fast or he was just moving forward. There was a difference. It was almost motion over movement or something. That he was concentrating on beating everyone out of the way because he, he knew he effort. didn't have the speed, but he had the effort. So, champion Hindmarsh, as much as we will miss you, we know that your effort will be your legacy. The stats speak for themselves. And sometimes they don't. (laughs) Nathan Hindmarsh, we salute you. Everybody, welcome to Not the Footy Show, episode 122. I'm joined by Bill Laurie, Acca Max Walker, Acca, whatever you want to call him, Mr. DC Chapman. Yes. Today, league lovers, mate, good to be back. I don't, I really don't know how to do Bill Laurie. Okay. Yeah, we, we considered a bit of an intro. Obviously, you've heard our amazing Nathan Highmarsh um, tribute that we haven't actually recorded yet, but for the way we're <laughs> for the way we're doing the podcast here, Not the Footy Show, everyone. Uh, have I introduced myself? That's WD Nicholson. Thank you. Sorry, I just realised. Identification, people, it's the key. Uh, we've got Maria Sialis, we've got Manny Duncan, we've got just general DC talk coming up later on. That's, I my, that's even, my favourite part. I haven't even written down what we're going to talk about. That's how general it's going to be. I, can I just yakety yak through that and just get deep yep, in? Yeah, because I'll stuff. just, if it's too long, I'll I love it. it. I love it. That's, uh, that's we've also got the, the salute to obviously Hindmarsh, you've heard of it already, Petro Simonsiva, and a whole uh, host of. It's not, the, it's not the most amazing retirement class outside of no. Hindmarsh and Petro, but it's been a, it's a pretty good one. Uh, we've got the top eight permutations of Maria coming up. We've got her, fo- her final special Friday rice of the season. And given she has just tipped out of her yin-yang the whole season, she's going outstandingly. Uh, <laughs> that sounded not too good. <laughs> well, no one knows what a yin-yang is. All right. Uh, I don't know what a yin-yang is. What are you trying to say? Well, it just sounds is? too close to a hoo-ha. Just right. 
Fair enough. What is Tony Iroh doing at the Warriors? Uh, how do Brisbane react if they miss the finals? And if you recall, we just go back a couple of weeks. I don't recall. Remember when we were all here together? Yeah, it was I probably the last that. time yes. you were here, actually, or maybe not. Uh, I know my, yeah, it my was dates. actually, but remember how I said that the Broncos were going to suffer because they didn't have any young legs in their team? Do you remember that comment? No, I don't remember that comment. Well, it's definitely on record. Okay, <laughs> I said no infusion of youth at all. Well, is is that the reason why they're suffering? They've lost five since I said that that comment. Yeah, but one maybe not because of their young legs. Well, let's go with it anyway. Okay, uh, then. Then um, <laughs> I also have a story. Not the Footy Show has a fan. It's a single fan. I met Ben Jones at the SFS in the coffee line. More story coming up later on Not The Footy Show. And Frank, no offence, but this holiday's a little... Not The Footy Show. Ryan, your front row was unbelievable today. Did you deliberately not make a second change till after half time? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I sort of went <coughs> in my head um, throughout the course of the year that, that both Keno and, and uh, Big Jared can can play a lot of minutes. They both got uh, tremendous you know, energy levels and good engines on them, but sort of as a there's a bit more than that. You know, it's it's psychological and it's emotional uh, control as well, the mental aspects of the game, I guess. And today, I just while we were waiting for uh, you guys waiting patiently as well, but we were all waiting out on the field there for Wraith and Minnie to do the lap and, and shake every person in. Uh, south of the, the equator, <laughs> I think, who has a red and white and blue jersey. But it was, um, I had a good chance to chat to them there, and, and both of them were saying how they were talking to each other through the course of the, the game, and they f- just felt like they had lots of energy, and you know, they were really dominant today. And it, that's a, another really healthy sign. Like a pair of 22 year olds, really, and they got plenty in front of them if they're prepared to apply themselves. Here. I'm the boss. Here's the info. Hello. G'day, Maria. How are you doing? It's DC Chapman here. How, you, how, how was your week? Um, it's not too bad. How are you guys? Very, very well, Maria. Is it a better week than last week? Um, why do you say that? Well, last week we had the whole TV rights thing and everything else that went with it. And uh, oh, I last time you I. because the bulldog's last. Um... Oh, <laughs> no. We were bringing that up a bit later, actually, but anyway. Dave, do you, know, do you know why? Do you know why, Dave? Well, because you're... you're... Oh, oh, no, it's because, it's because she had to um, like decline her appearance on Not The Footy Show. I'm sure that was the main reason. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's no light in the tunnel kind of deal. Uh, Maria, quickly, uh, your thoughts on the whole uh, TV rights deal? Um, it's a lot more money, so basically the same thing, Yep. I think. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, that we can't get Love Games on Channel 9, but... Um, as Gindle sort of said in the presser, live TV needs to make, I mean, I mean, uh, TV needs to make money somehow for our TV, so. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of families do say that that's better for them, the four o'clock, six o'clock kind of thing, and they can get up and do other stuff. I don't have a family, so I'd rather just watch the game. <laughs> but it brings up one the... day I will, and maybe I'll be happy about it. Yeah, it brings up the very interesting question, and we've brought it up a bunch of times here on The Footy Show in our three-year run. If Channel 9 are that keen to show ads, can we please start, start calling play dead every time the ball goes out? Yeah, that, I mean, I wonder if... I, but then how long would the game go? Well, Channel 9 wouldn't care as long as they can put in ads without taking away from the live play. 
at the very least, and we've said it a few times, everyone, you've got to stop the clock when a try is scored or a penalty goal is attempted. That is when you have to stop the clock because yeah, then when, you... yeah, when you're not actually playing the game, it's yep. a bit it's a bit silly for the clock to keep counting um, because and... it's, it's just, and this is purely a, a TV like consideration, really. Yeah. Anyway, that was a fun week last week, and it was a shame not to have you guys on, but I understood uh, why. Uh, DC, we have to talk about retiring players, mate. Am I allowed to give my opinion of the the TV deal You've got, deal you've got, later? D- you've got DC talk okay, coming good. up later right, on. I'm gonna have to, there's okay. going to be, there's gonna be minutes right. of that later on. Um, who are the two main ones, DC Chapman? Two main what? I wasn't listening. <laughs> the retirees, Nathan Hindmarsh and Pedro Sivanasiva. Maria. And Ben Hornby. Oh, who is, who is Toot Toot? Maria, uh, Nathan Hindmarsh, how many times have you had a chance to interview the great man? Um, a few times. He, um, I remember earlier in the year, uh, I went to, they had like a sort of fun lawn bowl session with the Parramatta players and journalists. Yep. And um, Nathan Highmarsh kindly explained to me why all the boys were laughing when my name was read out. My last name apparently sounds like a Viagra drug, which I didn't know. <laughs> I've yeah. been I've been sitting on that one. Have you really? For the last two years, out of pure respect for you, Maria. Oh, I have you. I wish you had told me, because they were all laughing. I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's because they don't want a girl on their team. And then I said, Nathan, can you please explain to me why? You were laughing at me, and he said, you and last name sounds like a murder well, well, that's Sorry. why I asked back at the first time I ever spoke to you, how do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> <laughs> and it, no, what's this, what's this drug? How do you actually pronounce the, the, the Viagra esque drug? Cialis, I think. Cialis, yeah. Oh, exactly the same. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you can, if anyone, any regular listeners would know why I asked this question again when uh, the Queen of Rugby League was in the studio a couple of weeks ago. Maria, you said Nathan Armaish has been one of those players that um, I think we've all just enjoyed watching as we've grown up. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he's always, he's always just got that sort of... Um, there's a bit of charm to him, I think. Just that, that laid-back sort of country kind yeah. of attitude, I think. Um, and everyone likes and I'm sure he'll be around the game for a long time. I can see him in media as soon as next year. Someone will pick him up. Mm. Um, although, given that we've all got the same TV deal, be interesting to see whether... I actually think he's a chance at ending up on Fox, because I can tell you, everybody, whether it's Ooh, public... Exclusive? Pu- I'm not saying that word, because okay. I hate that word. Um, I don't know if it's been made public yet. I haven't seen anything in the articles, but then again, last Tuesday, with the news, everything got lost in it. But apparently, Laurie Daly does not have a Foxtel contract next mm. year. Yeah, that's right. So... Um, I, I, I heard that um, Bossy might... Yeah, but it's fine to do commentary, but actual play-by-play, like uh, to to do colour commentary, then they don't Oh, you mean someone who's, yeah, right. Yeah, because I mean... Hardy has that deal with Channel 7. I don't know if you see him on that. No, I barely watch free-to-air sport. Hardy's not the quickest of cats. Is he really going to do that well? He's good, man. He's good. He sits back and he makes a few comments every now and then, but he... Yeah, but what does Laurie Daly do? He sits there and makes too many I comments. Have I have no think, idea. I've, I've never but you, have you seen some of the dribblers on TV? Ben Iken, not, not on Foxtel. How has he got a job? I, I do not watch Foxtel. I'm, I'm very upset about oh, it. Oh, sorry, stop, sorry, stop sorry, mate. I, I didn't mean to bring that situation up. Situation. Uh, but Nathan Highmarsh, your opinion, <laughs> DC Chapman thoughts? Yeah, uh, yeah. Ba- back in the day, uh, I really do think he was probably one of the best players in the game. He just ran so hard, and it was very disappointing for him to never get the premiership. Um, Everyone's saying he keeps on, he's still going just as hard and all the rest of it, but I just don't see it anymore. Yeah, because you don't have Foxtel. Um, well, now, maybe that's what it is. Personally, 
I am losing my favourite player in the game. Pedro? No, Nathan. <laughs> oh, you're still talking about Nathan. I thought you were trying to do a segue. For, for about the last six or seven years, I have just been hoping that Nathan Highmarsh would, would decide right at the end of his career, giving him his boy from Robertson, to go, he to might go come, back play, to come play a game or two or a year or two with the Raiders. It's been a, a little thing that I've always hoped for. It did never happen, but your favourite player, my favorite in, the player in the game. That is and the first time the, 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 the hard bit for me was the year before I lost probably my second favourite player in the game in Darren Lockyer. Okay. So if you're out there, rugby league players, there's some openings. So uh, <laughs> if you want your favourite player, good luck with it. Uh, Petro Sivanasiva, the gentleman of the of the code. Oh, oh, I'm a big fan. Oh, he's um, he's awesome. He's just so uh, I just like how the way he is off the field is in no way a reflection of the way he is on the field. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's just the, the absolute nicest guy, and he always has time for you. Um, considering he's like you know a, a superstar, um, but he will also stay around. I'm sure. I think he um will probably go work for the players association. Well, that's the that's the thing that I wanted to sort of put out here is that. You know, give it a few years of doing that, and uh, who knows who's going to end up being the ARL CEO, but is there a future for Petro Sivnaseva down the track as running the game? Wow. That'd be interesting. I wonder if he has any business experience, though. Yeah. Well, he seems like he would come across as a good politician, but I don't know if he'd be a good yeah. runner of the game. Well, I don't like, know. We've, we've, again, these are just things I'm throwing out there, but I, I, of all the players currently he'd ever maybe want to see move into... Uh, administrator. He just has that level head on him that I just, you know, oh, I'm just a big, big fan and a, and a very, a very, very good footballer. Now, there is a list, DC Chapman, of the other players who are retiring. Would you care to go through them? Do you want me to just read them out? Read them out. Michael Luck, Colin Best, Luke Burt, Dean Young, Ben Hornby, Aaron Payne, Jermaine, is that how you say that, Lowe? Jamin. Jamin Lowe, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Scott Geddes, Michael wow. Greenfield, Josh Cordova. Now... Maria, that, those are the ones that we think we've pretty much confirmed. I mean, Big League's probably done a feature on this week. We sure have. There you go. That's what I was hoping. Uh, have we covered everybody? Um, yeah, I think so. There's um, someone on Twitter mentioned Casey Maguire, but um, he yeah. is not sure what he's going to be doing next year. Well, I think that's the official line. So. Yeah, well, the, the, it was surprising to see his name on the team sheet this week because... He was out for the rest of the year with a pectoral injury. Now, if he, yeah. why bring him back for a game yeah, if he's not exactly. going to retire? I don't know. Good, good luck to him if uh, that's what he's doing, Casey Maguire. Now, obviously, you'd love to talk about Toot Toot and uh, yeah. Little Youngie. Yeah. What, what, can you, what can you tell us about those guys? Because I've never seen them. They've been on Channel 9 the whole time. I've only got Foxtel. Oh, is that right? Oh, look, these two guys aren't exactly superstars, but they, they have been very, very well liked within the Dragons. Um, and I, I would say, as by the, the code in general, most people would like to see Dean Young and Ben Hornby go well. Um, they, I think, I'm not playing for the Dragons, I, I think, I think um, a lot of people consider them a little bit overrated. Um, mm. But, look, uh, yeah, Ben Hornby captained the Dragons for the last few years and, and did it well and played a very, very great, great game. And, you know, he's, he's always been one of my favourite players. And, um, yeah, I, I, I sort of was happy to see him go, but... Just because he, 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 it has been very evident in the last 18 months he just hasn't been the same as what he used to be. Um, and he does need to move on. Um, but, yeah, almost brought a tear to my eye thinking that he's going to retire. No, it's so, it. Um, Maria, what about Luke Burton and Colin Best, two 
just long-term servants. Not really, you don't really saw a lot of them, but um, they got their job done generally every week. Yeah, I love Luke Burt. Luke, Luke, Luke Burt, I think, sort of the same for the for the Eels as what Dean Young is for the Dragons. They fit that stalwart, yeah, kind of. They've been there for so many years. Luke Luke Burt will end his career having every single record, you know, at Parramatta. You forget about those records sometimes. Um, Did he start out? He's just you know so reliable, and he kind of reminds me of Hazem actually. Yep. Uh, and his kicking this last year has been unbelievable. Um, what's he kicking mm. at, 85% or something? Yeah, but he's always been good. He, goes, he flies under the radar. Oh, he's I think he got better. I think he got better with the, the last couple of years. Uh, Michael Luck retires. This hasn't been the year that he's wanted. He had about two reconstructions of different parts of his body over the offseason. Um, and he'll retire a warrior, but he's going up to work for the Cowboys. Then we get to Aaron Payne, another Cowboy. Um, always been a bit of a fan of Aaron Payne. Um, yeah. But the last couple of years, he hasn't been the same impact that he had. Um, through that period when they made the grand final and the period after that. And then really the, the other guys that we mentioned, Lowe, Yetis, Greenfield and Cordoba, um, yeah, borderline first grade, solid first graders uh, generally. And uh, yeah, it's it's a surprisingly sparse list, I reckon, of, of actual quality in terms of player quality. But there's two names I want to put up here that I think are, are big chances of actually retiring once the season's over. And that's Lottie Takiri and Joe Nullivau. Are you hearing anything, Maria? Um, I, I definitely would scratch none of our off that. I don't think he wants to go anywhere. But um, I think Takiri is a big chance, especially considering they've got Marika now. Yeah. Marika, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Martika, um, yes. Um, the, the, the problem with Takiri is that you just can't see a club opening up a spot for, for what is he, a 32-year-old, 33-year-old winger over years? Yeah. Um, and the thing with none of our, actually, the reason I had him on the list is that um, pretty much I'd been told at the start of the year that uh, he just wanted to cash his paycheck this in on his last year of his contract and move on. Um, but he has actually played pretty well this year, so maybe the fire's been restocked, restoked, stocked? Stoked. Stoked. Um, <laughs> and he'll continue. Now, there are some departing veterans uh, going back to the Super League or whatever. Gareth Hills is the big name amongst that. I have just really enjoyed watching him play the last uh, three or four years. But, Maria, did you... See any of him play before he came to Australia? I didn't know. He was actually a bit more of a ball playing back rower, like as in a, a pure lock sort of. The, I think Jason Smith kind of mould. And so when he came out here and became really, I think a, a fairly a, a bit of a workhorse. So I was actually surprised how the Tigers used him, given what I'd seen when he played for Castlewood and Leeds. So he goes as a as a great player. He probably won't get that premiership that we all thought he would put the Tigers over the top for. Avantu Mavavo goes away. Zeb Taya, who I've always had some time for as well. Akuma Tai and some guy called Travis Burns. But the one I want to talk about in particular, Maria, have you seen a more impressive effort from a young player to turn six or seven first grade games into a four year contract with Leeds Rhinos? I know, it's amazing. Do you know who we're talking about, Dave? How's he done that? Are you working out that? Dave just worked. Sorry, Dave's just no, working no, out who it is. You, no, don't. Come on, who is it, Dave? I don't know, and stop making fun of me. You might as well have just let Maria go on with it. Sorry, Maria. Talk about Mitch A. Church as much as you'd like. Oh, I was just going to say another obscure one is Dustin Carney. Oh, where's he going? Uh, Hull? Really? Huddersfield? One of those. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. He's, um, he's been injured, I think, the last second half of this season. But Mitch A. Church, we salute you, Mitch A. Church. That is an outstanding mm. effort. He didn't have a contract until, like, the end of last year. 
Picked up one with Penrith in the fringe part of their squad, and he's turned into a four-year deal with Leeds right. That is un... Is he going to slot well, straight into the well first-grade starting know, lineup? But still, if you're if you're an overseas player and you're going England, it's it's a pretty impressive effort. Maria, we have to we've 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 waffled as we tend to do around the footy show. We're going to talk about the top eight permutations now. I've got the Sydney Morning Herald open in front of me. It has a lot of numbers, a lot of different things. Maria, what happens this weekend? I I feel like everything will stay the same, except perhaps Manly might move up the spot. Cowboys could move up. The Rabbitohs have a really dismal record against the Knights, yep. which is the only thing that I think might um, shake up a bit, but I, I don't see the Tigers getting back in. I think the Raiders will beat the Warriors. I don't know. If you watched the Warriors last weekend, they were so <laughs> shocking. Like, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at the table now. Uh, dogs could lose the minor premiership if they do get beaten by the Roosters. and no, Melbourne, they, they won't? Sorry, what? Are you saying that'll happen or not? No, no way. No <laughs> I, I don't think so either. Uh, Melbourne do play the Tigers. They've got it's that's the first and second, whichever order it is. They'll be the two home teams in the top four at the end of the season. Uh, South Sydney can drop out of the top four. Manly can drop out of the top four. Um, well, not both of them, but one of them can. Uh, if North Queensland win and they beat the Sharks, now this is the big one. Uh, Maria might know, but a few of the guys in our office, one goes for the Raiders, another one goes for the Sharks, and all year I've been telling the guy who goes for the Sharks. They're going to miss the top eight. Now, he came into the office last week and said, ha-ha, we're home, we're in. And then we came across a little interesting statistic. And I know all the other um, shows have been doing it. We came up with this last week. If Canberra beat the Warriors and Cronulla get beaten by the Cowboys, the term road trip comes to mind, Maria. Do you want to join uh, Reese Carter, Jake Horitz, and myself heading down to Canberra, the nice, cool summer days of Canberra? in the middle of winter, uh, when the Canberra would host the Sharks in a semi-final. How has that happened? Uh, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. How did the Raiders... I, I, I literally have no words. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one. When you, look at their, when you look at their injury list, yep. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. But the um, if it's Saturday night, then I'll probably just watch it at home. Oh, th- thanks, Maria. Appreciate you wanting to get in there. I, I, I want a genuine opinion here. A genuine? I don't, I don't, I genuine? don't know to, uh, if I can ask was of this, because he's, he's, he's so lopsided with his Canberra support. But what is <laughs> what what is it that's making Canberra work? Because they're working. Don't, 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 don't you okay. tell me that it's bad bad opposition. And, oh, that, and is, that is a massive factor. No, whatever David Fern has watch, put, watch put, the put into place. Like, the dogs were awful last week. Canberra... Yeah, but even game. if the dogs are awful, it takes the a Roosters. decent team to look. Push we're, them we're down. holding the ball as most teams, and in our competition, we said at the start of the year, look, this comp is pretty average. There's a couple of good teams, but this comp is pretty average. You've just put a streak together. Canberra won the last four, and I think six of the last eight. That gets you in the finals. As simple as that. What's well, yeah? But that's pretty impressive. Was hmm. <laughs> oh wow, Maria playing it down under the radar. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Brisbane, if they beat uh, Penrith, they get in the top eight, and the Tigers need Brisbane to lose, and uh, they need to beat the Melbourne Storm to get in. Forget the Titans, forget the uh, Knights, and forget the Dragons. Parramatta will get the wooden spoon in High Marsh's last season. That means the first week, uh, Maria, at this stage, the NRL is keeping it close to their chest. They're saying, we're not going to tell you what the matchups are, but... If you're sitting down and you're setting the schedule for the week one of the finals, do you have a top four game on Friday night or a bottom four game on Friday night? I think I would have two and three playing on Friday night. Interesting. DC, what would you say? 
I have never thought about this before. It's a good question. <laughs> yeah, well... Generally, the best questions are the ones you haven't do you know what? Do you know, the, do you know the best thing about this is that with this new system, it doesn't really matter what, what order you do it in because they're all going to be pretty damn good quality they're games. They're going to be good, yeah. Okay, I'm going to argue no one's going the to other way. I'm going to argue that it should be an elimination game because one of the biggest criticisms of the McIntyre system was you'd have the 4v5 on Friday night and the team that lost was in that little bit of limbo. The team that won was in that little bit of limbo. You didn't really have a hard and fast result out of it at all. You have to wait till the next matches have been played. So that's why I would like to see 5v8 or 6v7 on the Friday night. So you've got that edge to that first semi-final. Whoever loses is gone. He's gone, yeah. Okay. And I like that. And I think, I think you'll see... That's I think that's what you'll point. see with Channel 9. They'll want that edge to the semi-final because that's, they haven't had it for about the last six or seven years. Yeah, I don't really thought about it. But yeah, you're, you're probably right, actually. But not, not like a shit one. I, I wouldn't want to watch Canberra Canola. <laughs> Do you know what? It might turn out to be a pretty damn good game, Maria. It, it might. It might indeed. All right. Um, and then I think the next the, the Sunday game can be a, a top four game for sure. Um, Sunday would be first day four. Yeah, I think I think you definitely you schedule your best game, your best match up for the Sunday game because mm. you don't you want the team who's the elimination team to be out on the Saturday night. All right. Maria, we get to your tips for round number. Dave, can you just help me here? Sorry, everybody. Noises are coming. Noises are coming. We might have it out. I don't know. But life's more interesting when you don't. When you fly solo. Okay, sorry. There we are. We had to change the paper. Sorry, Maria. Um, Friday night, this leads us to your final Friday rice selection of the year. So you think long and hard before we get there. We've got the Broncos and the Panthers. Uh, Broncos. Okay, Dave. Broncos. No, no. Oh, Knights, Ray, Rabbits. Uh, Ooh. That was well done. <laughs> Titans, Sea Eagles. Uh, sea Eagles. Bulldogs, Roosters. Bulldogs. Homer. Uh, Tigers and Storm. Storm. Warriors, Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Foolish individual. Sharks, Cowboys. Um, I'm not sure on this one, but I went with the Cowboys. Cowboys. And then finally, the Eels and the Dragons. What will the over-under be at this game, Maria? 45,000 is the over-under. I am. Um, I've, I've gone with the Dragons. Yeah, but how about the question I actually asked you? I'm sorry, I missed it. That's all right. Uh, 45,000 over or under Sunday night? Oh. Over. Over from Maria. Dave, we will get to you when we speak on that. Actually, I love it when I do I that. Do, I do, I all right, it's fried rice time, Maria. I can tell everybody that Nick, surprise, surprise, no tips. DC, you're taking the dragons as your fried rice, is that correct? Yes. All right. Maria, you have your choice. Um, I can't remember who I put first. Do you remember? <laughs> I do, but that was the whole idea was to build up the, uh, the suspense and then you have you deliver. Who it was? Are you taking Manly or Melbourne? That's the two, top two choices. I'll be taking Manly. Manly, all right, there you go. GT, no tips. Matt, we'll speak to you next. So, Maria, Cialis, that's the regular season are done for you. I believe you can't make our... Uh, Finals preview next week, is that correct? Yeah, sorry. What, to, to, to talk to it prior all? Prior engagement. Prior engagement, that's oh, what she's okay. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior engagement. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> soldier on. Um, can we lock you in for some time during the finals, though? Yeah, you should be doable. Oh, gee, enthusiasm. All right, everybody, <laughs> we'll talk to Maria again uh, next time here on Not The Footy Show. Maria, Big League Magazine, it's amazing this week, isn't it? Stuff in there, your head will spin. If you ever want to do commemorative issue of stuff, here's a chance, people. She is. She has a way with words. 
Get your commemorative edition of stuff. That's what we want, uh, everybody. Maria Cialis, thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot. See you guys. Talk to you next time. Well, is there a mistake we didn't make? <laughs> there she was, Maria Cialis, DC Chapman. Yes, am <laughs> Is that your answer from now on? Yes, am Yeah, I do it every now and then. All right. Um, that was a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Probably went way over time. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not following. But uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But what do we do with Nick McInerney? Because right now, I've got to put it out there, he might be going on a list. A list? A list. A blacklist? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Well, or blacklisted. I can, I can cop him not turning up. <laughs> I can cop him saying he can't talk to us. Listen, listen, if he's, if he's not interested But the lack anymore, of tips is a concern. I, I fear that we've lost him to the game. I fear he has given up on rugby league entirely. Do we need to uh, go on a, a, a raid? A we, we, we need an intervention. I think it's just commitment level on the part of uh, just, okay, James lack Blunt. of commitment. Okay. Mm. How, well, do, how, do, how do we make this happen? How do we how do we draw him back in? Pepsi. Probably for the last five weeks of the show, but how do we draw him back in? How, how is it done, people? Food. Food. Yeah. So what do I just say? We've got pizzas next Pro- week. Yep, that's it, and you'll come for sure. Everyone flock to pizzas. So you're saying pizzas? Pizzas. Pizzas. <laughs> it works. It works at work. If, if you know what it I mean. It works at work. All yeah. right. All right. We've filled. There's, there's DC talk for the week. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. We're talking about Maddie Duncan right after this. On not the footy show. G'day Matt, how you doing mate? It's DC oh, here. Oh, g'day. Oh, g'day. Oh, devastating voice. I was, waiting for, I was waiting for Woz to do it and then I, I got all... Listen, I'm, I'm going to call you Valentino for this podcast, is that alright? Right, Why are you calling him Valentino? Because he's the doctor. Because he's the doctor? Yeah. Dr. Valentino. Valentino Ross. Oh, right. yep. Okay, yep. come yep. with you. I, I actually said to him, before we went on air people, call him Duke. Doogie. He's not answering the dude. <laughs> yeah, there we are, Tessie. Hello, Tell you what, we are spotting raccoons here on Not The Footy Show. It's episode 122. Matty Duncan is the man with a plan up there in Queensland. That sure much works. Should, should write that down. Um, buddy, we have to talk about well, the Broncos in just a few seconds. I'll let you prepare yourself for that. But uh, what is going on in New Zealand? Can you explain what Tony Iroh is doing with that club? Because uh, I had a couple of conversations on Twitter this week, and just to give everybody clear indications, Sean Johnson's been dropped 
Although he does have a head knock and probably wouldn't have played anyway. But he's technically... Been, they've said he's been dropped. Maloney's been put to the bench for his last ever game for the Warriors. How do we know... How much do we know about how this happened? Okay. Did, did, it, did it get this, dropped? Or did, I've, or did got those guys I've got a theory. Totally, say to him, totally unfounded. All right, it's a theory. let's go. Tony Iroh has been the video analysis guy for the Warriors for the last four or five years. So he's been sitting there for the last four or five or three or four years with Maloney's been there, watching these guys miss tackles time and time and time and time again. I can understand the reason behind dropping a player for being a weak link in defence. What I can't understand from Tony Iroh's point of view is, if they were this poor, why didn't he drop them last week and why did he wait to the last round where it's basically a slap in the face to James Maloney for getting to a grand final last year? That's the thing that I can't understand. It's the timing. It's not the decision. It's the timing. Yeah, I agree with that, Was Yeah, if he, he could have done it last week. No dramas. Well, there still would have been a few dramas, but yeah, why, why wait till this final round? It's uh, very, very odd. And the, the two guys in, his, in their place, they're hardly the future of the team. He's playing Flitty Mateo at 5'8". And Peter Godinay, who's a, he's a pretty handy little player for the Auckland Balkans, he's playing halfback. They're well, not the future of the club. Well, but maybe he's trying them out. Maybe they are the future of the club. You give them a go. What and do you see... get for one game? It's it, that, well, you my, see my frustration is that why do that when you've got a guy who is taking you to a grand final the year before? It, to me, it just it just screams of what have you done for me lately? There's nothing else to lose now. They're they're third last on the ladder, and to me, it's a massive sign of disrespect. I can until the rules change again in relation to where you can sign and all the rest of it. If Tony Iroh was consistent, he would have had to have said, "Oh, we should have dropped Maloney in the first week." Because that's obviously the well, part of the reason is that he's not going to be there next year. I don't understand. It's I, the other thing is we, we don't really know what's going on over there. We, we, we speculate, <laughs> uh, but the thing that hits me is that this kind of decision isn't exactly what I want to see if I'm looking for a prospective coach. Maddie, no, well, yeah, it's it's it is a difficult one. Uh, you, you want a, a coach that might he, he probably just had to see throughout, you know, see the year out and. You know, he's on, these type of changes aren't going to make a name for himself, even if, you know, they could come out and win 50-0 on the weekend. It's it's not going to be any better for him. But the, the last game of the round, mm. the last game of the year, which means nothing to them, is is not going to make it. I look like a better coach. So, yeah, it's, he, he, there was no need for it. It's just, I think, controversy for the sake of controversy. I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe that's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to prove to the club that he has ideas to shake up the club a little bit. And, then why is and, Carlos Tumavavo playing fullback? Well, maybe he thinks he's going to be Glenn Fischiahi, the guy who scored a 1,000 tries in the South Wales Cup, and he can't get a restart. I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, but moving on for the Warriors, and I think we've made a comment about him about a month ago. It's just been a very sad year for them. Speaking of sad years, though, Matty Duncan, the Brisbane Broncos, what has happened? It hasn't been a totally sad year. It started well, was. <laughs> it's uh, it's ended pretty badly. So um, still in the eight, though. Yeah, But if you happen to miss out, if you happen to miss out, sorry, if you happen to miss out, how is Brisbane going to react to the Broncos falling out of the eight? I don't know. Was it's a really interesting one because yeah, where, where do we go from here? Um, you know, we made a pretty much a scapegoat of Hanjack after yep. the last time we missed the eight, which was not the only reason. Well, really, they, they say it wasn't the reason at all that he got sacked, but, you know, it, it has to come into it. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be 
it's going to be strange. I guess the you know there's going to be that Lockyer factor the first year without Lockyer, but I, I'd, I'd imagine Griffin's only got one more year if they miss the eight. Yep. Um, if if uh, I know he signed a contract extension midway through this year, um, but yeah, he's, he's only he's got next season if they don't perform. Um, Otherwise, he'll be out the door as well. And it's very strange. I've never seen, uh, you know, I've seen Griffin coach teams for a lot of, well, for the last seven years, yep. uh, eight years, and this is the worst. Of, he, he's a great picker of sides normally, Griffin, and uh, this is, I've, I've never seen one of these teams fade out like this. Yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a, just a disappointment. The, the, the effort to a degree, I think, has been there, but um, basically it's, it's come back down to they just can't create, um, and it's it's a massive issue. very interesting to see these guys because they've got so much talent in that yeah, team. This is the this is the strongest team they've put on the park in what is it six or eight but, weeks, Matt? I'd be yeah yeah in the last since the, since the slump this is the strongest team for sure no doubt. But at the beginning of the year, I remember thinking the amount of backs that they had, quality backs that it was you know I wasn't surprised to see uh, the fellow go to Newcastle. Um, Anyway, gay guy. That's him. I just—it's—it's it's really surprising to me because those players are such good players. And when at the beginning of the year they were all looking like they were going to be superstars, and then yeah, just they've slowly slid. Mm. All it is year. a it is a worry, mate. Is uh, I believe that Suncorp is sold out on Friday night, though. It's all third, mate. For Petro's farewell, we we do the the same again that we did for Lockie down on the field and after the game. So. Obviously, the Bronx were trailing a lot better last year coming into Lockie's yeah. home, uh, last home game, which wasn't actually the last home one. We had a couple more after that. But, uh, uh, yeah, so it is sold out. So a big crowd expected. And, of course, if, if the Broncos do win, they're in the eight and, and still a home. Well, that's it. And, and I think it's the attitude that the Broncos have to take into it. I mean, OK, they've had a terrible last, you know, five, six weeks, but it's the NRL finals. Teams get injuries, players get healthy, players get their confidence back. You win one semi-final and all of a sudden you're uh, you're back in business. So don't lose heart completely, Broncos fans. Um, and it'll be great to see Petro uh, given a send-off up there in Queensland. Uh, I have some news, boys. Next stop, regionals. What the hell are regionals? They never stop talking about it. We have a fan. We have a fan, do we? We have a fan. Are you sure? Okay, I'm at the game. <laughs> like actual, actual someone who, who listens to the show. And, um, oh, that's good. Very good. I'm lining up for coffee at the SFS on Sunday afternoon. The coffee guy asked me what my name is to put on the cup. Yeah. And I said, oh, Warwick, and he wrote down Warren. But I just said, oh, look, starts close enough, mate. No dramas. <laughs> and I feel this tug on my shoulder. Oh, my goodness! It is you! Greetings, your highness! Who was that? Just the man I met in the restroom. He's gone, are you, the, are you the not the footy show, bloke? 
<laughs> ben Jones, I salute you, mate. You had the courage to say good day. Um, he's a listener we've uh, interacted with on Twitter quite a bit, but he's a youth worker up in Newcastle. Oh, very good. And he brought down two West Tigers fans, and he said, oh, look, we're coming down to watch them play the Roosters. It's going to be a great day. Just hope the Tigers don't lose, because these guys get a little bit rowdy. <laughs> oh, dear. So, Ben Jones, mate, A, well done for, for doing that great um, job with those boys. I hope, I hope it was all right going back did home. You, did you, and B, thanks for saying good day. Did you take off your pants and give them to him as a gift? <laughs> no, no Heinmarsh-esque sort of thing. Shook his hand, um, and we just had a quick little chat about, I don't really remember, but it was just general stuff. But he said he loved the show, loves your work, Matty Duncan, and DC Chapman, and the rest of the crew. He's, uh, he spoke very highly of the show. So there you go, everybody. We have proven, inequivocally, I don't know what the word is, that we have at least one At least one thing. I'm very excited that was. So uh, I was going to ask you, mate, have you, uh, have you been stopped because of your sports fever fame? Uh, yeah, once was by, well, it was actually by the guest, one of our, the father of, a, of one of our guests, Sonny Schultz, that plays, that played for the Hockey Roos. We, uh, we, uh, me and Swampy, who hosts the show, yep. were there one day, and, and he come up and said, oh, you're the sports fever boys, you, uh, you, uh, interviewed my daughter, I listen to her every Thursday morning when I'm out on my tractor in a banana farm or a pineapple farm or something, so... Once it's happened, was, but it's something. It's something, and that's all we claim for here on Not The Footy Show. Now, buddy, we have to get to just, round Just by the way, 26. I've never had that happen to me. I just, just thought I'd throw that well, in there. Well, DC Chapman made, get, a, made a good get... point, actually. We haven't done a video since round nine. Goodness So people, me. Can't, people don't recognise us anymore, but I think the key people, was... People look at me in the street. They look straight through you, I think. No, they look at me, point. and I think, are you, are you recognising me from Not The Footy Show? <laughs> or are you just giving me a, you know, a stare? Cause... Yeah, well, they might just be intimidated by your presence, they say you just don't want to say anything. Because I'm so good-looking. You probably get recognised all the time. <laughs> True that. Excuse me, Daddy, I'm doing my tip. Very good. True Let's that. get to the round 26 preview, boys and boys. Uh, Friday night, we've spoken about it before. Um, we'll just go straight to it. Brisbane, dollar twenty-three. Penrith, four thirty-five. The line is 11 and a half to Penrith. Ooh, uh, I've got no idea. I'm picking Brisbane, but boys... What do you do here? Oh, from a betting point of view, well, I think Penrith are a, are a great bet, probably <laughs> at the line particularly. But you know, uh, you know, if I was a Broncos fan, I'd definitely be having something in the four dollars. Yeah, what was it? Four thirty-five. Four thirty-five. Yeah, I think that's a massive. But you know, <laughs> we've spoke about the Broncos are a team down on Collins. I know this is one of their stronger teams. They've got a bit to play for, but. That's definitely over the odds, Penrith, for a team. Yeah. Uh, well, you wouldn't be backing the Broncos, put it that way. They've won two in a row, Penrith. They've beaten the Warriors. I know the Warriors are the Warriors, but they won in the Auckland. They came back from 16-6 down, and they uh, just beat the Titans, who were playing for their playoff. They, they had everything to play for. That's the thing. Titans actually would be in the mix if they'd beaten Penrith last week, and they got smashed. So Penrith are actually in decent form, everybody. Don't discount them. DC? Penrith baffle me week after week. They, they seem to give you nothing, and then every now and then they just put it together. And, yeah, I can't see Brisbane losing this one to Penrith, but um, I, to me that's a no-bet game. It's a no-bet game. Uh, Newcastle oh, and I South... I think it's a Panthers score early in it. Oh. Uh, they're a big hope. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Surely Brisbane aren't going to lose this one. Surely. It's Same Petros. for a few weeks. Uh, Newcastle 230, South Sydney $1.65. It's old boys game. Up there for the Knights, which I don't think they've lost, um, or something like that. They're plus three and a half at home, the Knights. Yeah, I don't mind the Knights. Um, I, I think they'll win this game. And uh, 
I've been backing them for quite some time and I think they'll turn it on again and uh, I don't think they'll be beaten this week. Uh, I think Newcastle may be the line as you bet people, but uh, South, they have Greenville's and the Knights don't have Kurt Gidley and you, know, you get the two best, best two players and one's in absolute great form and one hasn't played in, what, 12 weeks, 15 weeks, something like that. I just think the class of English gets South Sydney home. Uh, the thing about Knights also is that Chris Houston, Houston, however you want to say his name, uh, has to be cleared by Docs to play. He did have a seriously bad concussion last week, and uh, you saw him on the field. I hope he gets gets better and doesn't think that he has to come back and play this match because it doesn't really uh, do anything for the club uh, by playing concussed. Gold Coast up against Manly. Manly a dollar twenty five. They are guaranteed a top four spot if they win, and possibly, uh, although definitely can finish third as the high as they can go. Uh, plus ten and a half for the Gold Coast. Uh, I think you just unload on Manly. Am I wrong? Just whatever you got, beg, borrow, steal, and get it on Manly was. DC, I, I'd be tempted to go. Uh, well, there's, 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 yeah, there's no. Good, got, yeah, got, that's right. They've got yeah. nothing to play for the Titans. They've they've lost Ashley Harrison. Um, they're gonna they've lost Ben Reeves. They're gonna probably lose Nate Miles and Greg Bird. Uh, like I just you, and Manly have that much. Manly lose, they could miss out in the top four. So they'll they'll come out and they'll win. One one to twelve is two dollars eighty five. That surely that's good. Surely that's good value. So you pick a Manly? Manly. Okay, the Tigers and the Storm. This is the game that if the Broncos fall over on Friday night, this game becomes very interesting. Melbourne are seventy. Tigers are 220. Plus 2.5 for the Tigers. There's million to one of Robbie Farrah playing, but who knows? We'll believe that. We'll leave that Lloyd Christmas chance sitting there. Uh, Melbourne said they're going to rest some players, but people, it'll be Ryan Hoffman. It'll be Jesse Bromwich. It'll be those guys that have played almost every game in the forward pack. They're the ones that will get rested because there's just no way that Craig Bellamy can risk doing what he did last year, Matt. No way, well, it's not. They'll, they'll be, you're exactly right who they'll rest. It'll be some of those big boppers. It won't be any of the key players. They've just found form again the last couple of weeks, particularly after they went through through that slump. I reckon the, the Tigers, they couldn't win last week. They're not going to win this week. Yeah, Storm and Morals. Storm of morals, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I haven't got any tips from uh, GT, but I think he'd be uh, saying uh, unload on Melbourne. Uh, the Obviously, that game, uh, as we said, uh, is going to be played at the same time as the Bulldogs and the Roosters. And this is the other reason why I think that the Melbourne play all their superstars, is that if Canterbury happened to lose to the Roosters, which we're saying it's probably unlikely, but if they happen to lose, then Melbourne win. They get the minor premiership. So there's just there's a lot to play for for, for Melbourne in that game. Now, Canterbury $1.16. After getting smashed by Canberra, up against the Roosters, who just smashed the Tigers, they're five fifty. The line is four and a half. What do you think, Matty? Is uh, the Roosters' momentum going to carry over for five, maybe ten minutes, and that's it? Oh, I think that's about it. Was if you if you're doing the form line, if you read your form uh, just on paper last week, you'd think, well, the the Roosters look like an okay bet. But uh, I'd throw out the form on on any of those last week, and yeah. The, Roosters will be there for the first 15, maybe even 20 minutes, but yeah, Bulldogs will, will run away, and uh, I don't mind them at the 13 plus, actually. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, I would have put them on the, yeah, 13, yeah, they'll definitely win by more than 13. Ben maybe. Barber, minimum hat-trick. I'm calling it, because he's just minimum. a machine. He, he loves the last game. Last year, if you recall, 
And he did four tries to equal Nathan Merritt at the top of the try scoring list. Is that right? He scored four tries. Um, the Warriors host the Raiders. This is... Oh, look, you can say I'm, I'm being anti-mock. You can say anything. I honestly don't think the Raiders are anything special in this game. Uh, $1.57, Canberra away from home. The Warriors, two forty seven plus four and a half to the Warriors. The Warriors are just as likely to lose by 40 or win by 40. No, they're not. They won't. They will not win this game. Like you're saying, they're dropping their halves combination. They've been slack for the last. I've seen too many times with Canberra. I, Canberra, I don't think will will fall away. They, they've got a lot to play for. They're doing it well. They're in a groove. Canberra morals. Woo-hoo. Yes. He's declared them. Thirteen plus trendsetters. Matty, league lovers. And so am I, mate. I, honestly, I mean, Canberra should win. If they're fair thinking about actually doing anything come September, they've got to win. But the Warriors, oh, I know I've just bagged out Tony Iroh for dropping James Maloney and Sean Johnson, but they've got that, they've got it in them. They and, could, and you said that the replacement in the halves are no... no I know, I said, I said compare, if you're thinking of the future, they're not the guys you pick. I didn't say that, they were hopeless. Point of reference. Well, um, the Warriors... I mean, two forty-seven is an unbelievable price, but I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm, I'm going to pick them. I'll, I'll pick them to beat Canberra. I think Canberra will still make the top eight, but I think uh, that dream of the home final for the Raiders will get to them, and they will uh, they will they will drop this match. You reckon they'll implode? They'll. they'll... But I don't think they played well on Friday night. I'm not going to say they didn't play well on Friday night, but they scored by the kick. Bulldogs didn't hold the ball. There was, no, there was no any, pressure. Didn't have any field position. They had nothing to lose. If they lose to Canterbury, who cares? If if they just the, if the Warriors beat us, I will not be surprised in the slightest. That's, that's not a bad point. Cronulla, dollar eighty, North Queensland, two hundred five, plus one and a half for the Cowboys. Can the Cowboys win away from home? Well, I think so. Was yeah, I, I think they they're in some pretty good form. I, I think they they can knock over the Sharks. Dave, I, I'm really not. Sh- this is a really hard game for me to pick because I, I think North Queensland are a better side, but. For some reason, I'm getting the feeling that the Sharks are going to win this one. I, I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the, the, the Sharks, but not... But the Sharks not played... They played okay against Melbourne. Melbourne were terrible. Melbourne were abysmal pretty much for that whole game on Monday night. Um, I know they came back and won the game in the last few minutes, but a lot of teams have done that this year. So you don't read too much into the fact that Cronulla... Actually, read, read into the fact that Cronulla actually led that game primarily because they played controlled football. I think that'll worry the Cowboys a bit. Cowboys are a great running gun side. If you let them play football, they are going to carve you up to bits. I don't think Cronulla had that. We'll let them do that this week. Um, and that is why I will pick Cronulla to beat the Cowboys. And it really doesn't affect the Cowboys at all. They've got fifth spot uh, wrapped up. But the Sharkies, uh, they'll want to play a home final, even though it'll be at ANZ or SFS. Um, I think the Sharkies beat the Cowboys. There's one more game, DC Chapman. If the Cowboys win... Thank you. <laughs> And the Sea Eagles lose, then the Cowboys get into the top four on four and against. It's a very good point, but I think we just declared Manly like the I know, but special it, fried rice of the millennium. It's, it's still lots to play for for the Cowboys. They're not well, they're not setting stone when that game comes around anyway. They'll know. They'll know by that time. That oh, true that. That's so, r- yeah, true. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, Cowboys. I think they need to win it if they're going to be anywhere. Come the last couple of weeks of the season. They have to win this game if they're a premiership threat. And I'm just not convinced they are. But that's just me, personally. DC, what's the next game? The next game is the Dragons versus the Parramatta Eels, and the Dragons will win this by about 40. 
<laughs> I completely disagree. Dollar eighty for the Dragons, two hundred five for Parramatta, plus one and a half for Parramatta. Get on the plus one and a half. Parramatta, send Heine out a winner. Never yeah, gonna. I, 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 I can see it now. Heine goes out a winner for sure. Because <laughs> he wins the last game of his absolutely dismal year. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I'm, it's not him. His team. I'm sorry, but the last few weeks, the comments that have been coming out of the Parramatta camp. Uh, one of absolute, we do not care anymore. Well, they're not putting in the effort I, I as much to, as what you think. I, they hate, are, I, hate, to, I hate to vote versus your bubble, and I'm going to name drop here. Yeah, go on. Name drop. I've spoken to their coach three of the last four weeks. Their coach? That doesn't count. <laughs> the players have, have given up. And, and what have you seen from the Dragons that suggests to you that they haven't given up? Last week. Oh, they played the Warriors. They put in the effort. Uh, anyway, uh, over under 45,000, uh, mate, Duncan? Over. Over? I'm going to go unders. I reckon the Sunday night time slot, it's going to claim a 43,725. That's my guess. It's very, it's, yeah, it's very upsetting that, that it is a bit of a bad time slot, isn't it? It's, uh, yeah, I, I was going to definitely say over, but you're right. People might not turn up just based on that time slot. Uh, no, I'll, I'll stick with over. I think, I think over. Um, do you guys want to take a stab at actually a crowd figure? Not even. I don't, wouldn't have a clue. Is there is there any uh, figures out at the moment on how many tickets? Well, they definitely out? sold twenty odd thousand because Paris Stadium sold out. So, are we going to talk about that as well? Moving it to ANZ. Uh, long story short, it's just disappointing. Yes, boys. What's disappointing? That he can't play his last home game in his home ground when the game doesn't mean anything. No, well, I, that's, I, that's I, the point. I think I last made it on was on the Monday night show on yeah. Foxtel that, that the decision was made too late too that they could have made it a lot earlier if that was going to be the decision. I knew that it would most likely sell out, but I think it was only made ten days or so ago to move the game, and yeah. they could have treated the, the last game at Parramatta Stadium as as a last game. So yeah, yeah, they missed the trick. What do you reckon about the crowd, mate? What's your actual figure prediction? Forty-seven. Give me, give me some, give me some little digits. Forty-seven, two, three, two. Dave, fifty-one, four, seven, two. Okay, there you go, everybody. Now, uh, yes. the other thing that I wanted to get at with this was that apparently the when when the, the the people that had already bought their tickets and were on the sideline are now up in the corner behind the behind the goalpost. They Shocking horror. They didn't get relocated to yeah. the same. Position. What, I'm what stunned. Is, what is going on? Is that really so stunning? No, I'm joking. I know, but this is what I'm saying. You, you're saying no. that, that you, you could have guaranteed that that would have happened. Surely, every time you do that, you make sure that the seat allocation is very, very, very similar. You're familiar with rugby league and how, how it's run, aren't you? Has this happened in the past? And that's, that, that, that's how it works? They moved, they they, moved didn't games? they move the Parramatta Dragons game or something? They wanted to move it or something like that a few years ago, Matt? I'm sure they did, didn't they, Lance? I'm, I'm pretty positive they did. I'm not sure what happened with the seating in that regard, but I'm sure the game was moved. Yeah. yeah, and I don't remember hearing people whinging about it. So how have they stuffed this up so bad? Because they waited, as we said, till nine days ago to make the change. Anywho, let's that, move that on to Fried Rice. That doesn't mean when you say the guy who paid for his tickets three weeks ago and he's on the sideline at the 50 metre you know, mark yeah. and, and three rows back... You don't say, right, well, now we're going to put you in the corner up the back. No, you do, because you're apparently the runners of the game and you decide that that's more important. To There's got to be a reason behind this. It's, it's more people. They want to get more people to make more money. Yeah, but are there ANZ members that have, that have got those seats and so they can't sit there? What's happening? Know. All I know is that the decision was made, as Hindmarsh said, too late. 
Matt, we need your fried rice selection. The Dragons are off the board. Manly are off the board. Who do you want? Uh, Storm. Storm. Okay. I'm going to take the Bulldoggies. And that leaves Nick and GT with whatever is left. I think it's the Panthers and the Rabbitohs are the two other teams left on that equation. Now, we have to end with a bit of a tease, boys. A bit of a tease. Eventually. Where is it? Somewhere. I had something turned out. Hey, there we go. We're looking for a tease, was. Next Monday night, boys and girls. Not the footy shows. NRL tweet. Player of the Year awards are announced. Ooh. Now, I have no idea who is actually going to be with me. Hopefully, Jake, Jake Horitz makes the trek. Uh, after work next Monday night, we might have some luminaries on the line. Namely, your good self, May Duncan. But I can tell you that it's a race in two going into the last round. And any either of the two... Might not actually have to win the Man of the Match award to take out the title. So uh, I can't tell you who the two players are, although if you can figure it out, you're not, a, you're not that much of a genius, because it's pretty obvious. <laughs> but I can tell you there are two players who can still win it. Um, now, the one thing that I wanted also to say is we'll announce our team of the year next Monday night, uh, the rookie of the year, etc., etc. So hopefully you can join us for the NRL Tweet Player of the Year awards. Who's going to win it, mate, Duncan? Barber. Barber. DC. Well, if you're saying he's going to get four tries on the weekend and, and a man of the match performance, therefore, then yeah, he's going to yeah, he's going to get it. Going to get it. All right, and uh, if, we'll see. We'll see. I can't. I can't reveal. I can't reveal. Mate, Duncan, what's on Sports Fever every Thursday? Yeah, it's a big action pack. Lots of big weekend in local. Uh, I guess sport. Uh, the Kibbutz Rugby Union uh, in a grand final this weekend, and the Kibbutz Snakes unfortunately went down to oh, no. the Ruffs Kiwana team. So, the survey says... How you feeling, Jared? Okay, I guess. Okay, I heard your dad arranged for a visit from The Rock. Oh, yeah, I'm 13. I must love wrestling, right? Woohoo. Oh, come on. <laughs> the Rock's a movie star. I mean, out of anything in the whole world, what could a guy possibly want to see more? Guys, we need an answer. <laughs> Name one thing guys want to see more than anything in the whole wide world. Okay, uh, Louis, we're going to go with boobs. Yeah! Show me boobs. There they are. Good job. are lost, and they now will play Gimpy again uh, for a spot in the grand final with Gimpy and Matty Peterson. No work commitments this weekend. Back at fullback for the Devils. <laughs> Sideshow Bob is now. Did you end up going and say good day to Rob the other day? Yeah, I went and said good day to Rob, and uh, I've never actually heard in, in all my time playing rugby league that. Team come out so fought up, but I know what if he's playing old replays of Family Feud. But when these <laughs> team come out of the dressing room, I've never heard noise like it. He had his team that fired up, and they come out and uh, smash Caboolture in the early exchanges, got on top. And uh, I went and uh, introduced myself after the game. A lovely bloke, and a huge rugby league fan, a great supporter of the game, and a, and a really good guy. Has he still got that amazing head of hair? It's still very blonde, and he's still got a lot of teeth. Just doesn't quite have the the, the amount of hair that he once had. It's, yeah. it's still he's still got a full head of hair, but just doesn't wear it quite as long like a, a lion's mane that he once did. It, it, it was the second uh, most famous head of hair after Ray Martin in the nineties. That's how good it was. Oh, Rob Ruff. Okay, mate, we're gonna let you go. Thanks very much for your great work throughout the season. We will definitely talk to you next week, maybe even on the NRL Tweet Player of the Year Awards show on Monday, but definitely Wednesday, talking about the NRL Finals. And, uh, mate, for your sake, I hope the Broncos are still there. Fingers crossed, and good luck to the Raiders too, Was and uh, DC, bad luck about the Dragons. Yeah, mate. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thanks very much. Talk to you soon, buddy. Good on you, boys. Hey, right.
I would have preferred to have had a, a game finished at Parramatta Stadium if, you know, we knew Parramatta Stadium was going to sell out weeks ago. Mm. When we named it the Parramatta Stadium for the last round, every man his dog knew it would sell out. Um, so why 10 weeks out, I mean, 10 days out, we decided to change it yeah. and take it A&Z when we could have had a nice send-off myself and Birdie and Casey Maguire for, you know, our Roosters game on Saturday, 5.30. Get you know, that's, hungry, that's, what, that's what I'm disappointed about. We could have walked around... Said our goodbyes to all our fans at Parramatta Stadium um, against the Roosters. Mate, big minutes today. Happy with that? Yeah, mate, pretty happy. Um, would like to get a little bit more in the uh, second half, but, you know, the boys are going well. So, mate, um, to be honest, just to get that win was, was pretty outstanding from the boys. And they, um, they fought, fought hard and it was good to get out on top. Your coach mentioned that you and Martin were talking to each other during the game, keeping yourself going that first half. Yeah, for sure, mate. You know, we were um, just trying to, trying to be aware, I guess, and... Um, just trying not to do too much out there. It was good to uh, be able to talk like that when you're under fatigue and, and be uh, be quite aware of, of um, who's coming at you and all that sort of stuff. So it was good, mate. Final one, mate. Is it frustrating or encouraging to play like today? Nah, it's, it's awesome, mate. You know, just just to, to believe that we're able to, you know, put that performance on the field. So um, I guess it's it's pretty good. It's awesome. Okay, there he was, uh, Matty Duncan. Gee whiz, we know how to talk, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> All right, DC, we what? have finished the show. We have to go and record the opener, which is just to show you how podcasts work, land work sometimes. Yeah. Um, we have to actually write some material. That's the hardest bit. Right. You have <laughs> DC talk time starting now. Get me started, he was, because I, I need I need material to. <laughs> it's called preparation. Well, here's the thing. I never got to have my rant about about the uh, the money, the, the deal. Don't yawn for crying out loud. It's this is a big deal. The the fact that we've got lots of money, and the fact that uh, you know everyone's saying that it was a crap deal simply because nothing was changed. Well, yeah, but now this time we got what we're worth. Last that, that time was we got the, ripped that's off. That's the key word you used there. You used the word. What was the word? You tell me. I don't know. That the nothing's changed. Since last time. Yeah. We got more money. Yeah. It was disappointing that we got the same setup. It wasn't so much that we were unhappy with what we got money-wise. It's the same setup as last time. That's the thing that we couldn't understand. If you're going to sell the rights to your games, you've got to get control. They didn't get control. They gave it away again. But mind you, they got their money they wanted, but they gave away control again. Now, last week on Not The Footy Show, you and, and Jake and... Reese ...were saying about Ginjal was very much... I look at bulging, me, I, bulging, I bought the game, I'm the man. Yeah, bulging his biceps, and he was saying, I'm the one with all the power, and I will, yeah. will say how the game's going to be run. Mm-hmm. Why does he want it to be run like this? He, is it all just... Is, the whole idea of it was because of ads. Yeah. Does he really need the ads to I'd justify that money. kind of I'd money? money. Yeah, but... And see, the beauty of the, the system staying the same way it is, Channel 9 will get the two best games, everybody else will get what's left over, they'll get the third best or the fourth best game, whatever it is. It's, it's, they've got the ability to make the schedule. They will make the schedule. This is the point I made last week. The worst thing about this is we can have a fixed schedule, that's all well and good. But I really 9, do not like the idea of a fixed schedule. Channel 9 is going to select the schedule. Then Fox Sports are going to fill the rest of it out. So it's, it's not going to be a fair schedule like we hoped we'd get. That's the thing. That probably the, that's probably the undercurrent of it all that I really am disappointed in, is that you will get teams playing Friday night all the time. You'll get teams playing Saturday 
afternoon at 5.30 all the time. We won't see Saturday afternoon football. We do get Thursday night football and Sunday night football, which will, I guess is good. But Will we see a lack of, or a, a drop in... in uh, ratings? Not ratings, but interest in rugby league because of that. Or will, or will we see... I think we're, we're missing. We're, we're not tapping in. We're rugby not tapping league in go up or down because of this. So you're getting that much money. Well, it was, depends where they spend so the money. Key. Where do they spend the money? That's the it question. It doesn't matter where they spend it. They've got it to spend. I think it matters. As, as long as they don't, as long as they don't waste it. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, getting so much money was the be all and end all of this, and that's a damn good thing. Hmm. You got to be able to use it. You got to be able to set it up. And this comes, to, I guess, the thing we probably should talk about as we head off here on the Footy Show is that. Um, Gillan McLaughlin, the AFL number two guy. Yeah, uh, I must admit, I, I opened it. I was getting a coffee this morning, and the Telegraph was standing on the um, bench at the coffee shop, and I went, "Oh, okay, I'll open it." <laughs> and uh, the first opening line from Andrew Webster was usually pretty good. Was a private schoolboy water polo or um, polo playing snob basically is going to run our game? Now, the Telegraph, I've said it a thousand times, they don't realise that. The game doesn't need them. It really doesn't. The rugby league does not need the Telegraph to survive. I firmly believe what's, that. What's your point? I don't get it. Why, why treat the guy who's coming into your game... Like that. Like that. And basically make out that you're not, you're not, a, league, you're not a league guy. We don't, want, we don't want a guy who's not a league guy. You now, need to be dinky guy, point, Aussie... But hang on, which is, which is like, ridiculous. You're, you're idiots. Like, yeah. Why get the guy off the bad foot straight away? You just... I don't... It's all... Because of the way that they do journalism, and I'm but it makes an interesting point because it means that he's not an AFL guy either, and that's I think what a lot of people are worried about that we don't want to get the we, guy from we AFL do, because everything that works for the AFL, he will just go. Oh, I want to try this in AFL. But that's AFL right. The, the, the bottom line is he's a businessman. He's a good yeah. businessman. Um, and and while you know you don't want to get someone who's an AFL diehard to come and he might be to I, come I, I and, and try and run around the league, but. Anyway, yeah, I think, I think you, you go for the best person out there. From what we understand, he is the best person out there. I just don't understand why you're antagonising when you're going to be turning around in six days' time and saying, can we have a one-on-one interview, please? What's the point? It's, it just screams of, we are rugby league, and you're not Daily Telegraph. There you go. I said it. Okay. But then are you doing the same thing that they're doing by bad-mouthing the Telegraph all the time? It's a Telegraph, I'm all out. Pepsi. You know, you can be all the things you... Always wanted to be beautiful, sexy, easy as one, two, three. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Just let your Everybody, uh, TC, have you got anything else you wanted to jump on before we uh, 
lead not the footy show for another week. Enjoy your league, league lovers. Stop it's bringing it go. down. It's about to go. What do you mean? How are you going to survive? Your, your dragons won't play again until What's your February. Point? How are you going to survive, DC? I'll survive. Will you? Yeah, I'll survive. You love your league that much, especially when it's on Foxtel. How do you um? How do you, how are you going to spend your off season? I mean, we've got the finals obviously coming up, but your team itself, mate. How, how are you going to manage? How are your kids going to manage? I have no idea where you're going with this. Was I'm, I'm serious. I'm asking. How do you anticipate your off season is going to be like? Because the Dragons, if you recall, 18 months ago got paid. Oh, under 18 months ago, 14 months ago got paid out as minor premiers by one of the betting agencies. Halfway through last year, they got paid out as minor premiers. Said, oh, we're going to you know, go fantastic. They're going to win the minor premiership again. And here we are, 14 months later, and you missed the finals, and you haven't even looked like contending. How do you react to that? Well, yeah, but it's sad, but that, that came and went last year, really. I mean, that... Well, you know, that, yeah, it, this is true. This, and, but we, we saw it coming, though, didn't we? It wasn't, it's not a surprise. Yeah. It's not a, you know... But do you... Well, like, what do you... I'm just from asking, like, what's your off-season going to be like? What are you going to fill it with? I'm not going to hold a, ho- hold a whole heap of hope. Say that three times really quick. Hold a whole heap of hope. I had big hope for Steve Price, and he hasn't really showed it this year. Um, I'm hoping he can show it next year. Um, no, mate, you should have wait four years, whatever it is. That's what I've got to wait for Ferner. <laughs> Even then, I'm still not convinced, because we made it, still made it pretty close a couple of years ago. Look, mate, I think you're just saying, like, all you footy fans, um, your team plays for the last time this week. At least eight of you. Enjoy it. And I don't want you complaining about the off-season if you haven't been to more than three games a season because if you're the kind of person that sits there on Twitter or Facebook and says, oh, I can't believe the football's over and you've been to what, two games all year, yeah. give yourself a triple. You've always got chances to go to football during the regular season. There's been 26 rounds. I don't understand it. Get down, watch the football. That's what your club wants you to do. Anywho, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done, mate. Um... Put a fork in us. Bring up something else controversial for me to talk about, and we'll see if we can... You're tipping. Okay, let's go. We're going into the last round. Um, I can tell you that uh, Matt Duncan has got 100.5 tips, correct? Out of how, 184. How do, how do we get 0.5? The draw. That was a draw, if you call. Sharks and Roosters. Uh, right, okay. Okay. Uh, GT Tips, who has been pretty good with the uh, betting suggestions, but not the tipping suggestions all year, is 100.5 as well. Uh, Mac Nickenerney, who this week actually got all the away teams because he didn't submit, and for the first time all year, all the home teams won. Is that right? That's right. So he gets ninety nine point five. He is probably. Oh, I don't know. He might not come last if he sends me some tips. Maria is one hundred and two point five uh, tips correct, but her fried rice is an astronomical twenty out of twenty five. Uh, DC, you come in second on one hundred and five point five. Yeehaw. Which isn't a bad effort, given you did have a couple of weeks there where it was pretty ordinary. Yeah. Uh, I'm out in front. I'm on 110.5. Not a terrible year for me, but a few, a few, two, I think I had three so, or four weeks where I went really poorly. So I'm second on 57%. Correct. That's ridiculous. Surely we should be a bit higher than that without... Shh, we're experts. Uh, Eyes comes up in last, actually. He's 97.5. But he has been tipping better the last few weeks. Just quickly on the fried rice. So we said Maria's 20 from 25. Right. Which is an amazing percentage. Can you work it up? 80%? Yeah, it's 80%. <laughs> Spot well done. Uh, I'm second. I've got 16 from 25. Nick has got 15 from 25. Uh, that could be the 15 weeks he actually tipped. Uh, GT and Matt, 14 each. And DC Chapman, this is why I asked you about your season. Are you going to visit like a thousand Chinese restaurants and try and figure out how to do fried rice, don't you? <laughs> it's... 
Uh, yeah, I, I can't explain that. Because you were saying to me when we were having the stats before, like, how are we not doing better? But if there's six games to pick from, or six games at all, six teams that we can end up picking each week, that we're saying that one team will get right. 20, 80% from Maurice Sales is unbelievable. In, in general tipping comps, the guys that win... 70, what, maybe. 70%. Okay. Maybe low 70s, but not much more than that. So it's a pretty phenomenal effort from the Queen of Rugby League. Buddy, we are done. Dusted. All over Red Rover. Uh, I've been Warwick Nicholson. I've been DC Chapman. We'll have our Player of the Year Awards Monday night. We'll have our finals preview on Wednesday. And uh, all I can say is road trip. Road trip down to Canberra. You coming? Yeah, if you invite me. <laughs> You're a million to one, aren't you? Yeah, we'll see how we go. Oh, he's a chance, everybody. I'm a chance. I'm definitely a chance. He's Lloyd Christmas. He's telling us he's a chance. Gee <laughs> oh, Sorry if it's been a bit long this week, people. Uh, but when DC gets into the studio, all he wants to do is... Yakety yak. Don't dot back. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> see you next week, everybody. This is not footy show 122. We're almost there. Is anyone actually excited? Why? How come How come there's a general lack of excitement? Because the season is too long. But that's, that's another comment for... There's actually there's actually a good finals yeah, people, ahead of people us. People will get back into it. Anyway, we, we've, we've just wasted people's last 10 minutes of their lives. Like, they are sitting there right now looking at their iPod going, <laughs> what am I end? doing? <laughs> but I'm not, when I listen back to this tomorrow, everybody, I'll do the exact same thing. Warwick... DC, enjoy your League League lovers. Bye-bye. Nathan. Frederick. Heinmarsh. Or Heinz to his friends. Just Nathan to us. Retires this weekend. And Nathan, what will we miss about you? DC Chapman, take it away. Life is brilliant. What? Was I too early? Oh, sorry. Should I? Do you want to start over or keep going? Okay. Now? Now? He was an effective, relentless workhorse. Every game. He had hair. Lots of hair. But sometimes none. And sometimes lots. But never any on his promise crack. The coin slot. I don't have another use The bike rack. <laughs> there we go. The moon was out regularly. But so was his end. Every game for 80 minutes. And sometimes 60. <laughs> sometimes 67. You knew that Nathan you... Hindmarsh would give you a big what for. Or 100%. 100%. Has there been a better defender who does a tackle, then does another tackle, and then does another, and then does another tackle, 50 or 60 times every single game, and then sometimes game after 40, but that's still pretty generally good. Generally, 50 or 60 tackles. And 100 metres every game. The motor on the man. He once said, you just got to keep moving. you just got to keep moving. He probably said it twice you got to keep moving. That's three times. He must have a Briggs and Stratton under the hood. I don't know what that is, but it sounds impressive. He had an awkward stride. He hit in the clear and just weren't sure whether he was actually running fast or he was just moving forward. There was a difference. 
It was almost motion over movement or something. That he was concentrating on biffing everyone out of the way. Because he knew he didn't have the speed. But he had the effort. The effort. So, champion Hindmarsh, as much as we will miss you, we know that your effort will be your legacy. The stats speak for themselves. And sometimes they don't. <laughs> Nathan Hindmarsh, we salute you. There's no cords in the shorts, round. Oh, not the cords again. There's Play. no cords in the shorts. That's why they keep coming there. Just go away now. I've had a gut call of you the whole game. Oh, I see. And then the uh, Eels versus the Dragons. Dragons. Ooh. Not bad tips, not bad. He just knows not, not to tip. Parramatta, it's oh, is that something what it is? he learned very, very early. Buddy, thank you very much for your tips for the year. Now, there's a very sad thing happening in rugby league. Do you know what it is? Okay. Nathan Hindmarsh is retiring. <laughs> and then with that, everybody, we'll say goodbye um, to little man eyes. Uh, I will show him plenty of videos of the Parramatta legend who is retiring this weekend. Uh, buddy, as we go, do you have a tip? If Canberra don't win the competition, who's going to win the whole thing? <laughs> well, that's good enough. One team <laughs> is all he's considering. Say goodbye, Mr. DC. Good boy, always. Have a good one, mate. Bye, Mr. DC. I'm King Joffrey Joffer, ruler of Zamunda. Yeah, well, have a seat. Chair number two, be ready in a second. This is beautiful. What is that, velvet?